Welcome to the Inspiration to Grow podcast with me, Lisa Oberbichler, your host and personal growth strategist. This is the place to be to transform your thoughts and habits, tap into the superpower of mindset, and become the best version of yourself. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Welcome back to the Inspiration to Grow podcast. In today's episode, I have invited a special guest to join the conversation. Michelle Williams is a life coach for individuals as well as couples. She lives in the windy city of Chicago, but I'll let Michelle tell you more about herself. Welcome to the show, Michelle. I'm so happy to have connected with you and scheduled this interview. Well, thank you very much, Lisa, for inviting me. I was so happy when you reached out to me on Twitter. And it is really great to be here with you today. And ah. of course, your audience, your beloved audience. <laughs> I am sure they're going to appreciate all of the goodness that you have to share with them today. But let's begin. Can you tell us your backstory and how you chose life coaching as your career? Sure thing. A few years ago, when I was married, um, I actually, as you can tell by my accent, I'm from the UK. And I came to America, um, I'd met someone online, we'd been talking for quite some time, he'd visited England and sorry, he'd, I'd, I'd visited Chicago a couple of times, he'd visited me in Trinidad. And we got together, and we ended up getting married. And of course, um, the difficulty of sort of blending families and living in a new environment, there were challenges. And I, I, there was a period of, of, of my, my life where it was, it was difficult. And I couldn't find anybody to reach out to, to sort of help, not necessarily um, to do therapy or counseling. I didn't think it warranted that as such, but just somebody to help us kind of navigate through the process of being married and having, these day-to-day -day challenges that we had. And actually it was that that initially inspired me. So I originally got into coaching couples because I wanted to help couples. I thought there's gotta be hundreds of couples who are in similar situations and they just need a little bit of support and guidance and, and perhaps some tools to help them develop skills and help them understand one another better. So I thought, ooh, I want to do this. I want to help couples to be able to navigate that really sort of challenging terrain of relationships. And then once I started getting into that area of working with couples, it suddenly dawned on me. I don't know if it was suddenly, but it, it, it dawned on me that a lot of the a lot of the problems that we have in our relationships are due because of sort of our own personal and ind individual issues and unresolved pain and trauma that we kind of bring into relationships. And I, I always feel that the, the very first port of call, if you like, in terms of anything that we do, and it's not just relationships, it could be parenting, it could be the way that we sort of embark on career, on our careers, the way we are in the workplace, whatever area of life, you know, it's fundamental that we do the self-work 
because then we can sort of we can kind of show up as our best self when we've done that sort of that our own self work so that's when I kind of made the transition into the life coaching part of it and it's so fundamental to everything else that we do in life so here I am um, several years later um, and I call myself a life and couples coach because I work with individuals and I also help couples um, enhance the quality of their relationships. So true what you said. I mean, um, we have to, as individuals, we have to look at our ourselves and we're going to get into this a little bit later, mm-hmm. but, but get unstuck and feel right. um, worthy Absolutely. within ourselves. And, That's and, right. You know, before we can, well, we, we have to show ourselves love before we can actually uh, love others, right? A- absolutely. You, you can't you can't give what you don't have. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So it yeah. So it's so important to develop that relationship with yourself, to fall in love with yourself. You know, to get up every morning and and feel that love within, because then it sort of, you know, it it shines. I, I, got, I know this is one of the things we're going to get into as well, because it that's exactly what it does. It, it shines from within, and right. you have a much different experience of life not just relationships but of life in general you, you you have a different relationship with your children and with your peers and in the workplace and every single facet of life is different because of that nurturing of your inner soul you know so it's really it's it's not just important it's fundamental to every everything else that you're going to do in life is really determined by that relationship that you have with yourself. Oh, so much goodness already, and we haven't even started <laughs> with the questions, Michelle. I know. Uh, I'm so I'm excited. So- I've got to say, <laughs> I am just so excited to be here and to, and to do this and to share this beautiful sort of knowledge with with yourself and and your and your and your listeners. Yes, definitely. Well, so I let's do know, this. I know you have so much to share, but. Uh, I believe you are quite an active person in your spare time. What are your favorite activities to keep your body and mind fit and healthy? Great question. I am an absolute fitness fanatic. I I love, and again, it's for me. It's not. It's, it's everything is about your mindset. So I, although I use the word fitness fanatic. I don't see it as separate from any, I don't see it as separate from brushing my teeth or having a shower in the morning. It's a way of life. So my regime, my, you know, my schedule in the morning, for example, is I, my alarm clock goes off at quarter to five. So I'm an early bird. I get up, I get up at quarter to five and then I work out my workouts. I do like an hour. I have a, a workout spin bike. So I'll do an hour cardiovascular in the morning. And I love it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm working out, I'm sweating, the sweat's pouring off, pouring off me, and I'm just flooded with all these fantastic endorphins. And then I'll do about 20 minutes um, kind of weights, you know, upper body, mostly upper body. And then um, I'll do 20 minutes abs. But the best part of my workout every morning is the after workout because the music's on and I'm dancing 
and I'm singing and I'm just having such a great time. And that's how I start my, my day, five days a week. So I'll do that Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then I have a lovely lie-in on a Saturday morning. But that is so um, important. It's so fundamental to my health and well-being. Because if, if I did that and nothing else, it would be great. Because my body's already flooded with all of these endorphins, the feel-good hormone. So every, oh, I didn't tell you about all the water that I drink. <laughs> I can't forget the water I drink. Oh. I don't know how many liters I've got. Let me think. So I've got one uh, bottle of water that's 48 ounces. So I've got, so it's 48 ounces times two. Then I have another 32 ounces, I, whatever, just add them up, do the math. And then I have a, a, a cup of ginger tea um, made from pressed ginger. And then I have um, eight ounces of um, apple cider vinegar. So before I sit down to start my work day around uh, 8.30 and 9, and then I do 30 minutes meditation. So before I start my work day at between 8.30 and 9 o'clock, I'm just so ready to go. I'm just prepared. I've got the right mindset. I'm feeling fantastic. And whatever I felt, you know, regardless of how I wake up in the morning, if I, if I haven't had a good night's sleep, if I'm grouchy or, or whatever, that's just eliminated. That just goes out the door because my body and my mind is, is kind of optimized. It's, it, it's at the best place it can be to face, you know, whatever challenges or obstacles or just a normal work day I'm like I'm ready to take on the world so um that's my normal work day I, I also love cycling um I think you when we spoke earlier you mentioned that you're a cyclist or we, we, you certainly mm -hmm. got a bike mm -hmm. it means different things I think to different people but um I love my bike and I've been a cyclist for years. Um, when I lived in the UK, I used to cycle to work every every morning. I, I was used to be the first one in the office. I'd get to work. I'd have a cool shower um, before anybody else got into the office. So it just really sets your day. It used to set up my day really well. And then, of course, when I finished at the end of the day, after a stressful day at work, you know, and all the demands that that involves what do you think i did cycle back home <laughs> de-stressed on my bike without even thinking about it i used to say you know that the world would be a completely different place if if everybody just rode a bike did you know because especially in the summer you know when you're sort of um connecting with nature and you just feel invincible when you're on the bike. There's something about cycling uh, in nature, in, 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 the, in the forest, or in my case, as you said, I, I live in Chicago. So I, I used to cycle every, uh, in the summer, or spring and summer, I would cycle every Saturday on the lakefront. And Chicago is a beautiful city. It's a beautiful architecture. And I'd cycle for, for miles and miles. And then I would end up on the north side of the city. And I used to bring like a little pack lunch with me, a little some fruit and and some um, little snacks and stuff like that. And I would just sit on the beach. 
And in that moment, you know, oh my goodness, in that moment, you want for nothing else. Life is just perfect in that moment. There's nothing else that you need in that moment. And you're sitting on the beach, you know, watching people enjoying themselves. And it's just wonderful. So th those are some of the things um, that I do. I, I, I live about two minutes or three minutes from the uh, um, um, sort of a, a, a bit massive um, park, park. It's, a, uh, it's sort of a, a preservation. And um, so sometimes I'll walk I and mean, I'll take walks um, along the, the, the bike trail and, and, and walk path. And um, I enjoy doing that. So I, I definitely am quite intentional, I think, about spending time in nature because sometimes you, you can kind of feel that you're in a concrete jungle otherwise. So I, I, I definitely spend a lot of time or some time making sure that I touch base with nature and feel that connection with nature. It's very important to me. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I absolutely love your tagline, your time to shine. How can we encourage women to step out of their own shadow and start seeing their potential and uniqueness to claim themselves and their life? Well, when I thought about this, I, I had written a poem. It's actually on the homepage of my website. And I, I thought about this in this context that we often, as women, we often get lost. You know, we, we often sort of, we're defined by other people's standards and tags and labels that sometimes other people put on, on, on us and we put on ourselves as well. And we, we, we can sometimes get lost. So when I thought about this, I thought about a poem I had written um, a little while ago, and I thought I'd read this. I take the liberty of, of reading this poem because that it's that's a pretty good segue into this part of our discussion, being that women sometimes get lost and lose the way. So just bear with me for a few seconds while I, I read this poem and then we can talk about that a little bit further. Wonderful, wonderful. This is a very short poem. Sometimes you, get, sometimes you get stuck or lose your way. Stress overwhelms you and you know that's not okay. Self-doubt creeps in and begins to take over. You look in the mirror and start to loathe her. You long to take back your health and restore it to what it was, to feel alive again and to do things just because. You've lost yourself in the shadows of others, along with your hopes and dreams and their once vibrant colors. Life is passing you by, your beat and fast losing control. The years of self-neglect are taking a heavy toll. Every day feels like the day before. Your soul craves deeper meaning. Your, your heart yearns for more. So thinking about that poem, Lisa, we get so stressed. We get so overwhelmed by the demands of life. 
even as you get older, you know, I, I have uh, two grown-up children and both of my children are, are out in the world and they, 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 they have, my daughter has her own family. She's just, not too long ago, I'm a, I'm a new grandma. So she's just recently had a, a, little, a little boy um, called Nico. And my son is in the UK doing well and in, 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 in he works in um, the financial industry. So I find myself now as a single person, I suppose, you know, I don't have the demands of family life in, in that way. And yet life can feel so overwhelming and the demands that we put on ourselves sometimes. So for me, it's, it's simply about using techniques, building skills, you know, you, you know, using um, skill building techniques to make sure that we protect our heart and our bodies and our minds and not being, not feeling overwhelmed, you know. Sometimes we hold ourselves to unrealistic standards of perfectionism. We think everything has to be perfect and we judge ourselves quite harshly when we don't live up to those, those standards. So it's about changing all of that stuff. You know, what can I do? How can I develop self, you know, the self-talk? How can I develop skills to talk to myself differently to make sure I'm taking care and protecting my heart and my body and my spirit? You know, we talk about losing ourselves you know when we were younger for example we had all of these dreams you know we would we'd go out into the world and we think oh I want to do this and we I guess most most people can can relate to this you had all of these dreams and and aspirations and hopes that you had for yourself and they get lost in the shadow of others you know we become mothers we become wives we become head of corporations and in the workplace and the dreams and hopes that we had for our own individual lives they kind of get lost along the way and then as we get older um we kind of don't recognize who you are anymore like who i who am i you know because we've been defined by other people by our kids even, they, they, we're mothers and we're wives, as I said. And it's, you forget who you are. Like, who, who, am I, who am I? Who's Michelle? Who's Lisa? You know, and, and, and who we are is, I suppose, we are that person who is full of dreams, full of hopes. That's what kind of defines who we are. And when we lose that, I think we lose that sense of aliveness. You know, we, we don't have anything to look forward to in the morning. We've lost that sense of purpose and meaning, sorry, and meaning in our lives, you know? So I think to answer the question, um, it's important to sign up, to kind of go back and rediscover the things that we used to be really excited about, the things that we used to spring off the bed of, spring that make used to make us want to spring off the bed on, in the morning and get excited about, 
look forward to, you know, what are those things, what are those passions that used to make us feel that way? And in coaching, you know, that's what we do. We sort of, we give the client a gentle reminder of, you know, the sort of things that, that you've done in the past that used to make you feel that way, that used to make you feel excited about your life. And coaching is a gentle kind of nudge, if you like. It's a gentle guidance back into that way of mind, that way of thinking, that way of being um, that we that most of us have experienced when we were younger. So to answer the question, it's it would be, what are your passions? What what makes you feel excited? You know, what makes you want to get up in the morning and just look forward to some of the things in the day, you know? And getting women, um, helping women to get in touch with that part of themselves, again, to reconnect with that part of themselves. So that's a journey. It's really a journey of self, of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. You know, self self seeking, self seeking knowledge, learning, and how do I be? You know, how can I be the best? The best. What does that mean to me to be the best version of me? And it means different things to different people. And it's okay. It doesn't have to be. You know, what it means to somebody else because that's another part of ourselves that you know is not is not health. It's not a healthy way of thinking when we compare ourselves to others. You know, we each come to, to this to this to this world to, to our journey with different, you know, with different purpose, with different skills and different things to offer offer the world. And whatever somebody else is doing really is is none of my business. It's nothing to do with me. It's about it's about my personal journey. So you know, comparing yourself to others is is never really a good thing so it's it's really about cultivating that a certain mindset to be the best that you can be and give the best of yourself and shine and you know that you can kind of feel that I'm sorry I'm sorry we're gonna say something no no no, I was no I was going to say your answer to that question ties in so beautifully to episode 83 it was all about the question are you excited about tomorrow? And so Mm. touched on that so brilliantly. Yeah. And uh, Michelle, the next question is, is, is related, but slightly different. And I'm just going to segue into that one now, because um, I see some, I see some similarities in your time to shine and my next question. So, I mean, we have all fallen victim to this at some point in our lives, feeling utterly and hopelessly stuck. Mm -hmm. What is your advice for those who might be feeling this way and how can we get unstuck? Mm -hmm. I'm going to share a conversation that I had a few weeks ago because I don't want to labor the point too much when I talk about mindset, but it is so fundamental, Lisa, to everything that we do. So we always start with cultivating a mindset. And I want to share something. I want to share this experience that I had with a 
some a very very dear friend of mine because he was um he used a term i'm going to get back to the question of Oster, but it's important that we kind of as i said cultivate a certain mindset and use the kind of words because he said to me um he used the word um i'm so broken you know i'm so i didn't realize i was so broken mm-hmm. and i kind of encouraged him to think about the word unstuck as opposed to being broken because when you think about the word broken what can what comes to mind is shattered pieces of glass on 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 the ground broken into a million pieces it's unfixable but when you're unstuck it's it's very temporary it's a temporary state so it's very important to think about that in terms of your mindset that hey it's 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 not insurmountable so the way that we approach things you know is in coaching again we use the, the term reframing because it's it's about you know two people can have the exact same circumstances for example and have very very different outcomes based purely purely based on the way we think about that situation and what we bring into that situation you know being stuck first of all first of all a lot of women feel that way again mindset and mentality it's okay to feel stuck it's just not it's just not okay to stay stuck right so when you when you approach it from from that place of hey it's okay i'm i'm not the only one feeling that way you kind of starting back to you you you're beginning the process of peeling back the, the the layers of 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 the way that you're feeling and you're taking one layer at a, at a time again in in coaching we always talk about baby steps it's a, it's about a, the way that we approach situations so okay you're feeling stuck so what have we got so far it's okay to feel stuck and to feel stuck it's temporary a lot of women feel that way so we're beginning to already changing and or reframing the way that we're thinking about a situ- the situation so how do i become unstuck and it's about just taking small steps very small steps baby steps and i've always in my own life and what i also wanted to throw in as well so into the mix that uh, almost everything that i talk about i implement in my own life because all of us you know there's not one single person i don't think so on the face of this planet that doesn't have these fate these challenges and these feelings on a on a regular basis right it's it's not about having the feeling it's about managing the feeling because you can't eliminate those feelings but we can manage them and we can use tools to do that and implement strategies to do that so everything that i'm sharing i do i use these strategies with myself and with with my clients 
So how do I get unstuck? And it's just taking, you know, small action, action steps, for example, something small that you can manage um, one day at a time. So depending on, you know, the, the, the particular issue or, 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 or um, conflict or challenge that you're facing, you know, what, what can we do to make you get unstuck? What, what small action step can you take today? Even if that step is just a shift in thinking about the problem. I'll give you a really good example, actually, uh, because it, this happened just very recently. Um, my, my neighbor, I've got a new neighbor, and she, 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 she moved in a couple of weeks ago. She lives upstairs. And she was going through some challenges and feeling really horrible because of the circumstances that she had to move. And when I went to see her last week, I popped in to see her last week and she wasn't in the best place. And I tried it with her, not coaching her, it was more of a, hey, enable your friend type of process. Anyway, you know, I was first of all asking her um, like to look at the situation and just look at what she, what she can be grateful for you know it's a horrible situation yes let's acknowledge that let's not ignore that point because we, we don't want to be doing that either we don't want to be ignoring our our feelings because our feelings are important our emotions are important they inform us you know, to how we're feeling. So we don't want to ignore that. But let's, let's look at it differently. Let's look at what we can be grateful for in this situation. I mean, there's lots to be grateful for about the situation, is there not? You've got a roof over your head. Yeah, you've got a roof over your head. You can take a lovely hot shower every morning. You know, you, you, you're eating, you know, food every day. So... There's, there's actually quite a lot there to be grateful for that maybe you haven't thought about before. So let's start there because it's very, it's, it, it, it's a simple step. It's a, it's a baby step, right? Mm -hmm. it's, 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 mm -hmm. it's a very slight shift in awareness in, in, in you know, in, 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 con in consciousness. And but the perspective that you've shared, you know, uh, reframing it and looking more, at your situation, whatever mm -hmm. that may be, from a positive uh, side, right? Mm -hmm. What have I got to be grateful for? Mm -hmm. Puts you in a totally different frame mm -hmm. of mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and gives you a different perspective of your situation too. Right. Absolutely. You can look at it and think, hey, yes, I you know, yes, hey, yes, I can take a lovely hot shower and actually enjoy, the, the, you know, the, 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 that, that experience. Mm -hmm. Because most of what we do, 99% of what we do, Lisa, is automated. We don't think about what we do. We eat. Most of us eat in front of TV, the television. So we're not enjoying the different flavors and the different sensations and tastes and textures we, we we have we we know nothing about that. We have just eaten a meal. Yeah, we've just taken good. a sh we've just taken a shower, right? Yeah. 
Well, actually, when you develop um, mindfulness, that's mindfulness, that self, that's that self awareness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. mindfulness. You know, you're having a totally different experience of life. You're yeah. both having this. You know, you've made a delicious meal, right? Mm-hmm. And you set it in front of your your husband or your 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 your, your partner, your kids, whatever. All of you are eating the same food, but you're having a different experience of the food when you're using mindfulness practices. Because every single morsel is absolutely delicious. And that's when I do, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we'll get onto this a little bit later because, you know, I've just recently launched, launched my first mindfulness training program. And you know, when you sort of cultivate that awareness, that presence of 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 life, um, you are t- having a completely different experience. And one of the very simple um, techniques that I use for people that are very new to mindfulness can use is basically what I've just said is just place your awareness on your food. So when you're chewing the food, um, just become aware of all of the different tastes and textures in your mouth. And I can tell you, it tastes, I don't wanna say too much because I want you, your listeners just to try it for themselves, you know, but it's a different experience. It's a different experience you have. And so if you think about that very subtle difference the question is can that be applied to different areas of life in other words can I have a different experience if I do something differently in all aspects of life so going back to the question and also my neighbor you know just having um, maybe looking, it's the same, remember, everything is, is exactly the same, but we're approaching it differently, we're changing, we're shifting that mindset set ever so slightly. So now it's, it's the same experience, but it's, a, it's different now, it's, it's different. And it was absolutely wonderful, because in this story I'm sharing with you, with my neighbor, well, I went up to see her yesterday, And she had transformed her entire space. She was so, she was gleaming. She was so excited. She says, oh, come and see what I've done. You know, and she had transformed. She said, I've thrown away stuff. And and as soon as I walked into her place, it was, the energy was different. It was lighter. It was, and she had a cat, she was, she was uh, burning a, 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 a lovely scented candle and um, it was completely different and she was so excited. So, oh, wow. sim- and it was, it was, and we hugged. I mean, it was just really sweet, really, really sweet to see that. And we just hugged and, yeah. and, and it's, a, it's a perfect example of how crucial it is it to to cultivate that that mindset 
you know, to be thoughtful in the way that we navigate this somewhat difficult and sometimes horrible um, journey of life. It's not really horrible. It's usually there's the circumstances that can be horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, how do we get through it? You know, what do we need to do? And that's another reason why, I, I, you know, this work is so, so important to me. Because a lot of people are having a hard time. And it's like, how do we get from, we have to get from point A to point B, every single one of us, regardless of our race, our, you know, our sexual orientation, regardless of our, you know, gender, every single person has to get from point A when we first come here to point B. So how do we do that? How are we going to do that in the best way possible to have, you know, some colorful experiences, to be able to enjoy the ride? And they're all kind of ties into you know some of the things that I'm talking about because we're all having we're all having experiences of life but how do I enhance that experience how you know you one of the early questions that you asked me for example was was about health you know we all come here exactly the same so how do I, I mean, I'm, I'm a 57-year-old woman. So how do I have the best experience with my body, with my health? And there are ways to do, you know, how, how, how do I get a, the best outcome? How can I get, you know, an, an outcome that is most conducive to fantastic health? Well, there are things that you can do. There are, there are, there's a certain um, way of living, a certain way of being that you can cultivate to achieve, to achieve that. So it's really, it is, I think it's really just about being open um, to, to the, to learning and to developing yourself. And it's also about investing, I think, investing in yourself. I think, you know, talking about self-improvement or personal development. I always say that personal development is very personal. There's a reason it's very personal because you're the only person that can challenge your mind in that way. Nobody, you're the only person that knows. So for example, I don't want to go too much of you. You know, rein me back in if I am, okay, Lisa? Yeah. But... You know, you're the only person that can know that when you walk into a room, for example, and you, you know, sometimes you get like a knee-jerk reaction because you've, you're not in the best place. You're not really, you don't feel confident. You don't really feel confident, for example. And, you know, you may feel jealous. You know, some, somebody who's, somebody walks up to you and she's, she's attractive and she's got a lot of things going for herself and, or whatever and you start to feel a little jealousy well you're not going to share that with anybody else it's personal it's private to you but it's good because the fact that as i said before the fact that you're feeling that there's your, your body is indicating and that's how where we feel our emotions in our body 
it's it's telling you something it's informing you about yourself it's telling you it's giving you information it's telling you that something is out of out, out of sync a little bit here you know what 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 what's going on here so now you've now got skills that you can start challenging yourself you can start asking yourself what's what's going on why why am i feeling this way and then you start to see that probably i'm feeling a little bit out of sorts i'm feeling a little bit insecure you know i'm feeling uh maybe my self-esteem has taken a bit of a knock or, or whatever i mean that's just one example i'm just saying that it's important that we develop that relationship with our bodies we understand what's going on and all of that all of it is so personal it's that journey of self-discovery but it's personal development but personal development is very personal True. Very true. Very true. Now, a buzzword that we often hear and read nowadays, Michelle, is alignment. Mm -hmm. And could we just take a moment and hear your perspective on this? What does it really mean to be living in alignment? Sure. Alignment. Alignment is living it's it's about living your personal your values living in alignment with your your values um and values are the things that sort of define who we are so our beliefs about ourselves and and, and the world you know um so it's about first of all knowing what your values are and you know they're impacted by our culture and society and, and things like that so living in alignment and and in our integrity but living in alignment means being being authentic being who you are and not some you know some version of, of of, of yourself that other people have decided that you are. Um, and that's really important because you're gonna get into so many situations as we do, where you have to draw, you have to draw on that really strong sense of self. And the stronger that sense of self is, the more authentically you show up in the world. So it really is about developing you know, that sense of who you are. Because when you think about it, Lisa, we are, we're not an original design. You know, we are impacted, even the media, you know, we are impacted left, we're bombarded left, right, and center. And actually just recently, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really <laughs> conscious of keep going off track. I don't want to go off track too much. There's so many things going in my mind, but anyway. But just recently, there was a CDC report of, you know, the amount of young, young girls, um, I forget the age range, I think 18 to 21, I'm not sure, but young girls anyway, that probably doesn't matter too much, who experience, you know, feeling sadness and, and, and the, the percentage was very, very high, it was something like, um, well, there was a 60% increase. So it was very, very high and very, very disturbing. And when I look at things like that, I think that something's wrong with our society. Something is up with our society when 
the messaging is always about the external self, when really that's not where your power comes from at all. Why? Because it changes, it's transient, it's, it's never the same. We are different, our bodies are different. If you, if you want to think about this just purely on a physical level, your body is not the same as it was when, we were, when, you, when, when you were um, 18 and 21. Mm-hmm. It's different. So we're constantly changing. So we want to kind of hold on to something that is more solid, that's unchanged, that's unchangeable, mm-hmm. right? And that is, you know, it's enduring. And that is, has nothing to do with that physicalness. It has absolutely nothing to do because that's always going to change. And your relationship with that is going to change as well. And the more you adapt to that change, the easier it's going to be for you to kind of deal with that, you know, those challenges, whatever you, you are confronting. So for me, again, in my own experience of this, it is absolutely very, very little to do with what's outside the external. And I wrote about this as well. That was actually one of my my latest blogs on my site was this external gratification, you know, being attracted to the things that are external. And I think living in um, a very capitalist is not 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 there's an, not that there's anything wrong with capital necessarily in and of its, of itself, but living in a capitalist um, society, there's things that come with that as well, and one of the things that come with that 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 is that is that external sort of the, the external need, you know, the, the the looking to others to um, to sort of define who 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 I am. You and know, validate, to validate, validate yes, yes, that's mm-hmm. the, that's the word I was mm-hmm. looking for. To validate who I am, and it's like mm-hmm. stop doing that, mm-hmm. stop doing because mm-hmm. that person who's a, a, who's validating who you are today is going to be different tomorrow. It's going mm-hmm. to be a different person tomorrow. So you're going to struggle if you have to be constantly changing and ch- bending yourself to somebody else's version of you. It's much better and much more enduring if you have that strong sense of who you are, because that never changes, no matter where I am in the world, no matter who who I'm talking to in the world, no matter what experience I'm having in the world, you're always getting me. That doesn't change. So I think that those values, and also those, those values as well, as I said originally, I was saying that, you know, living in alignment with your values, I think, so, so those values also, um, they, they also help you to make de- good decisions about yourself. You're able to separate, you know, what is, you're able to separate what is me and what is expected of me. So when you're in a situation, for example, and you can know that, and, 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 and so that's why I have to always go back to that developing that relationship with yourself because you 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 fine tune that as along the way every single day that you do that you're 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 um, refining that relationship and understanding yourself at such a deep level so when you're confronted with a situation and you can recognize a fear-based decision as opposed to a, a, a decision that is that is from a, a more empowered place, 
you, you kind of you can recognize the difference. So a fear based decision is, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to stay in this situation because, my goodness, I, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I don't know what I don't I'm, I'm more f- frightened of the unknown. So let me just stay in this. Yes, it's a horrible situation, but I'm too frightened to go to step out of that situation because I don't know what it could be worse for me. So let me just stick here. Let me just get stuck here. Let me just stick with with what I know. As opposed to, let me make this decision. And this is where the values come in because your values are always, think of it as your base, as, as your, 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 your foundation, right? So as opposed to, I don't know what's out there. But what I do know, I know me. And I know that I have the ability to open and to receive the, 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 the wonderful things that I know that life is that, that is out there for me to receive. I don't know what that is at this moment. Like I have no clue. And it might be horrible. I might go through some really horrible times. But if I don't, you know, take that road, then and I already know what I'm going to get. If I take this road, I don't know what I'm going to get, but I do know that I have the, 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 the skills and the experiences of life. And I know me, I have that strong sense of self. I have the capacity to draw and attract the things that I need, the people that I need to help me, to help me, you know, navigate this situation. And that's the difference between a fear-based decision, thinking, and a, a, a thinking that takes you um, to a whole different, you know, whole different level. So, um, I, I yeah, that's it, 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 alignment. Being in alignment it, it is it's about that. It's it, it you know. You know, know, Michelle, I I mean, that was such a great answer. And I, you, you started by saying uh, you heard the report about uh, young girls, women, 18 Mm -hmm. to 20, 22, 23. Mm -hmm. I wish there was a compulsory course Mm -hmm. in high school, in secondary education, that was all about... Yes, because I think it is so important and alignment, knowing who you are, what your values are, what you stand for and living fully in that is so, so very important and not try to be like someone else, uh, Mm -hmm. fall into the peer pressure of um, that the teenagers experience. I mean, you know, I just I wished. I knew a lot more about this when I was going through my teenage years, right? Mm-hmm. And the things you explained, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, now I think, Michelle, if you are willing, we might have to do a part one and a part two. <laughs> because oh, I haven't even touched on some of, yes. the, some of the really juicy questions yes. that I would love to touch on. Yeah. Because I think the answers to those will be um, quite, um, quite in, 
involved or or a little bit longer mm -hmm. would you be willing to come back on for a part two well can i just say this first lisa because oh well again you know um there's a very short answer to that question but i just i just i just want to say this first you know yeah. um i i want to thank you so much because i think when you reached out to me on on social media um my response to you was the word i used was timely this was so timely because i need to give myself a kick of the kick up the butt because i i, I so want to share this this work and this 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 knowledge and this learning because as you say there's so, the, the levels of anxiety in this country and around the world it, it's off the charts and it's like we listen you can't you, you, you're not going to get, you're simply not going, and I say this to my children all the time, you're not going to get through, you're not going to get from point A to point B unless you develop skills, living skills. You have to know that. You have to be able to stop, for example, you have to be able to stop those intrusive, those... Um, those intrusive thoughts that just bombard your mind they're coming they're coming and that this they just won't stop you have there has to be some mechanism in place for you to at least pause at least stop how are you going to do that you know how are you going to stop stop measuring yourself as you say you know um measuring yourself against because that's what a lot of the pressure is it's mm -hmm. self-imposed but we just don't know how to not do it we just don't know how to stop it Exactly. A lot of it is self-imposed. Like, how do we stop? How do we stop comparing ourselves? Oh, she's prettier than me. No, she might be. The, the reality is she might be. That's the thing. It, but you have to get to the point where it doesn't matter because what you have is priceless. You couldn't even put a price tag on what you're bringing to the table because you're developing that part of yourself, that inner self, doing that inner work that self-work, right, that, you know, that allows you to kind of go, it gives you, that's where your strength, sorry to keep going off, but let me give me a quick, another quick example, when I was, uh, somebody had tweeted, I, I don't, I tend to, I tend to have this relationship with, with Twitter, where I'm very sort of, I'm in and out, I know, I'm, I'm very aware of how it can kind of suck you in, so I definitely put things in place for that not to happen, but there was a particular tweet that someone had, had, had tweeted the other day, and it was um, he was criticizing um, he was criti criticizing um, I've, I've forgotten his name, but um, it will come to me. Um, I'm starting to get like really excited, so I need to right now I need to slow myself down a little bit. But the point being, he had said something like, you know, he 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 made a reference to the way that this person was dressed. And I just had to respond to it. And my response was, our power doesn't come from the outside. That's not where, you, that's not where your power is. Your power is internal. It's inside of us. Because if you put a different dress on him, if you take him to a designer store, for example, and dress him up, you know, with the latest designer this or the designer that, Yes, externally, he's going to look different. He's going to play the part externally, but that has nothing to do with what's going on inside. So mm -hmm. that is, you're right. That has to be taught to children at a very, very young age because they're always going to be pulled in so many different directions. And they, do, 
they don't have the skills they don't even have a the, the, the parts of the brain hasn't even developed, you know, in, in young people. It doesn't start developing until they get older. So there's certain parts of the brain that have, that's not even developed, you know, enough to help them to deal with these really difficult situations. So you're perfectly correct. So it answered to your question, which I haven't forgotten about, is absolutely yes, I would love to do this again because it's, it was very timely for me. It's like I'm you know, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more of my own podcasts and YouTube, actually not so much podcasts, but, but it's a similar thing. It's but more YouTube on my YouTube channel. So I'll be doing a lot more and having a lot more of these, um, these discussions and really asking questions, you know, to, to, to women. That was one of the things I wanted to do today. We may not get to it, but sort of challenging women and, and, and starting to ask women and, and people not just women but you know ask people to start thinking about their thinking you know putting questions and posing questions and thinking oh really is, is that is that really the case you know and and, and getting people just to really stop themselves in the track and think well actually maybe it's not the case you know mm-hmm. so that critical thinking part of our of our our beingness is important as well so in short, yes, oh, <laughs> I would love wonderful. to do that. You know, it might it might end up being a a, a, a five part series. You know, uh, <laughs> very like true. You might become a a weekly feature on this show, Michelle, <laughs> because I just love the way you answer the questions and break them down. And I think there is just so much goodness in what you have to share and I, I I know I know my listeners will just enjoy enjoy hearing it and going back to alignment I mean it's 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 what I've said before uh, if we could only put our blinders on not look left not look right yes. and understand and live into who we are and mm-hmm. share our gifts our talents share us with the world in an authentic manner. I think that is something very difficult and especially for those younger people that you touched on, but also for for all of us, right? And mm-hmm. and it goes back to what we kind of started the conversation with, your time to shine, your uniqueness. You, you, you have to love and respect yourself, right? First and foremost. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, every single answer has been very uh, faceted and, and you took a deep dive, but there was just so much to talk about there, mm-hmm. right? right? And I mean, um, I'd like to... I'd like to, of course, share in the show notes and share uh, when I put this episode out, where can people find you, connect with you, take a deeper dive into your world? I am on most of the social media channels. I'm on, I'm on Twitter, uh, Instagram. I've just started on Instagram, actually. So I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and and Facebook. Facebook is really good because then we can kind of continue the conversation. But um, you can find me at your, my website is yourtimetoshine.life. And actually, if you can get to my, if you can get to the website, you can get to everywhere else. True. 
True. I will add all of those uh, links as well as your website in the show notes, Michelle. And I encourage people to go and really look you up. Your blog is also available to read on the website, correct? Absolutely. I'd say the blog is the the one place because I do blog uh, at least twice a week. I say at least, it's twice a week. You know, Mm -hmm. at least I I try to get at at least two blogs um, out per week and it's a blog on some of the things that we have been talking about and I try to do a relationship blog as well. So, um, you know, there's always, I'm always posting um, new content and I love posting inspiring content, you know, content that helps to uplift you, uplift you every single day. There's all, I all, every single day I'm going to be, and I do videos, I do a lot of animation videos that'll put a smile on your face and just, you know, make your day a little bit brighter, I hope. So, you know, follow me at Twitter, um, get with me somewhere because um, there, there's a lot of positive stuff that I'm putting out there. My YouTube channel, for example, yeah. That's for sure. And we're going to stay in touch with Michelle and I will definitely share any news of, um, you know, where you can find her. I, YouTube is also a, a wonderful option. And I would just like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to share your powerful messages with my listeners. And friends, on behalf of Michelle Williams and myself, we truly hope to have inspired you to grow. And in case you haven't heard it yet today, let me be the first to tell you, you're beautiful, capable, and amazing. I believe in you 100%. Now go out there and show the world what you are truly made of. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Till next time. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's talk. Check out today's show notes for ways to connect with me and for additional weekly mindset hacks and tangible action steps Click the link in the show notes to reach my website, Inspiration to Grow. That's with the digit two. One more thing. If you enjoyed this podcast, tag me and share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories, or simply share it with a friend who might need a pep talk today. Be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast site, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, and this way you'll never miss an episode. If you like paying it forward, please consider leaving a review. You'd help my podcast get prioritized and shared with other people who may need this message. I appreciate you and encourage you to make every day count.